0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL and all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes, and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! Welcome in to the week seven edition of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Jared, how you doing, buddy? How was your weekend? Did you do anything fun? Oh, wait. Yes, you did. You partied with me. hey oh
1: No, I didn't party as hard as you, though. though. No, you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I don't think anybody partied harder than me. And Brad tried to give me a good run, but I think I
1: topped him. Yeah, we tried to get everybody together. We invited people. It's uh, yeah. Chicago- the, the Bears were hosting the or playing the Panthers, so we got we were able to get together. Me, you, Brad, and Brian for the one o'clock games at the bar. Man, that was the first time I've been to like an actual bar for like NFL one o'clock game. I missed that energy. It's <laughs> energy is the right word, man. This um, shit, it's, there's a completely different cause normally I'm like getting together maybe with other people at their house and the kids are running around and we kind of have it on, but it's a different ball game. Like when you're at the bar and I forgot about that, you got the sound on the over the over speaker sound. Just we're listening to Joe Buck just kind of talk the whole time. And, <laughs> and we got all these games, just like information overload. Uh, we had quite the setup. I have, to, I have to give props to
0: Brian, who got there early. I don't know if you were there with, with him when you rolled in, but uh, I think he got there early, got us a nice table right up front. We had a great vision to three nice big screens, and then off in the corner we had two or, two or three additional screens. So we got to see a ton of different games all going on at the same. Panthers were right in front of us, which was perfect, Panthers-Bears. Uh, so kudos to Bry for that, for uh, getting there a little bit early. I'm sure he didn't uh, he didn't mind getting there early and drinking Not. a couple beverages
1: beforehand. Yeah, I think he probably got there about twelve fifteen, twelve twelve fifteen. I probably got there maybe ten minutes after him, um, and then you boys you boys showed up and he had Bloody Marys waiting for us, waiting for us, just waiting for us. I took two sips and was like, "Ain't for me, bro." Sorry. <laughs> Never been on a Bloody Mary guy, and uh, but I would the- I, I will
0: say this I was a little bit disappointed in the fandom,
1: or lack thereof, from Panthers fans. It was a uh, scattered bar. We were Detroit Lions fans were behind us.
0: Yeah, I was definitely the best dressed. Oh I'll yeah,
1: Ditka showed up.
0: Half di- like Ditka's brother showed up. Yeah, rolled rolled in with the the Ditka sweater. Yeah. With the
1: shirt, did, uh, the did. blue
0: blockers had the blue blockers. Yep, yep, I did but, have a cigar in my back pocket, which I never brought out.
1: But you did not want to commit to shaving the beard off into a stack. No, did no, <laughs> didn't, didn't, want <laughs> didn't want to do that.
0: Didn't want to do that.
1: Not for not for week six versus first the versus first <laughs> the Panthers. You'll save that for a playoff. Not for the worst five and one team in the NFL. No, yeah. but uh, but not. It was uh, it was good. I think all the Panthers fans were like outside on the deck. Uh, which I'm glad we weren't out there because it didn't. I don't think the setup was proper mm. for us.
0: No, you couldn't. Yeah, for us
1: it was perfect. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, but we had the Bloody Marys flowing. We had the Juicy Jays Juicy flowing. Juicy Jays, lots of those. They were a couple all shots, and then uh, before the one p.m. kickoffs, we we got a little weird and put a little some bets down. We put a lot of bets down. We put we put nine bets down for the one o'clock <laughs> game. Just rattling off numbers, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do, and we we joined the overs club, is what we, we did. We did the I, overs.
0: I was not a fan on all the picks, but every over under we did, we picked the over. I don't, I I don't. I, we ended up losing money because I think at the end we were uh, we were on
1: tilt and chasing like. Oh that. yeah
0: four o'clock games and the eight just o'clock two, games. It was,
1: we just we, we left it up to brian <laughs> brian just like <laughs> that's true hey, we're, we're, hey, we're we got to get the money back we're going and he's the worst one to like he always goes on tilt so he's he and i used to play you remember when online poker was popular? yes and so he and i would this was man this was like 15 years ago i guess probably like at the end of college right in the year or two after college and he was playing a lot online. <laughs> but but our boy Brian doesn't have patience, right? And so we would enter these like twenty five dollar tournaments where winner take off and the winner was like four thousand dollars or something like that. Like a Texas hold'em thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh no limit hold 'em. And I can't remember how many people it was. Uh and he's he, like, he's like going, he's like, he, he doesn't he have any patience. So he's like oh, going no, he in just, on like he, jack he just, Seven. Oh yeah. He'll get like, <laughs> he'll get, he would get like five shitty hands in a row and he would just be like folding, folding. And then he'd get, yeah, exactly. He'd get seven ten suited. He's like, fuck it. I'm I'm going to try to raise that. <laughs> I'm going to try and win us our, he's going to, he's like, I want to try to win us our Annie's back from the past. Here we go. Uh, go and get the straight. Yeah. Straight on the turn. <laughs> and, <it wouldn't, laughs> and we'd always have to, he was just awful. And so whenever he would get that, I'd like tap him out. And he'd have to go in because I'm more patient. I'd sit down and just like throw away.
2: But I remember <laughs> one time
1: we won a tournament one time. And we, wow. went, we went nuts.
2: Because <laughs> wow. this was like
1: just post-college. And so we weren't making any money. So we were just, but yeah. So that was like all flashback on Sunday. And like him just going on tilt of, Oh, get the liquor flowing. Let's go ahead. Right. Well, the All best I knew- part
0: was like the last five minutes. So the had, best
1: part. So the, there was the nine one p.m. games, and we had we got we we the took Titans we were took, the Titans we took, was
0: one big one. Well,
1: well, we took the we took the Steelers to cover. So that mm-hmm. was like golden by halftime. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, we had the Jags and the points. And by about the third quarter, we're like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Nope. Um, and then we knew, we felt pretty good. We took the bingles and the points. And so we felt pretty good about them since they were kind of ahead on the Colts the whole time. Um, and then, then there was a couple, there was another one that we didn't even, it wasn't even, we weren't even. Oh, we, <laughs> oh the worst part was, so we had the, we took the over on the Giants and the Redskins. And do you remember how we lost that? Oh, I'm trying to think. Giants, Redskins. Uh,
0: they so, were down. They only they missed it by like two, right? It was a two point conversion that they exactly. didn't exactly. Yeah,
1: that's what it, it was, was. Twenty to thirteen, and the over under the total was forty two and a half.
0: They put in and they um, scored
1: the touchdown to make it twenty to nineteen. All we needed uh, was that game to go into overtime. And then somebody kick a field goal in overtime, and then we would have won that game. But Ron goes for two, with like fifty seconds left, and they didn't get it, and so we we lost that one because the game ended twenty to nineteen. What an awful call! That was brutal. But what? But and then we were not feeling. We took the over in the Falcons and the Vikings, and we kind of got lucky there in the last couple of touchdowns, and so we yep. did the over there. But what it came down to was the two games where we took Tennessee to cover the three, and we took the Eagles with ten points. And that <laughs> one about looked. That one. And that one wasn't looking good. <laughs> no. no, they just kept hanging around, hanging around, hanging lying around, in the
0: weeds, just lying in the weeds. Around.
1: And then finally, they scored, and so this is like at like four o five now to where we're we're sitting at like four and three, I guess or yeah, three and it, four we, we three needed and four it. we need we needed those two to like be win be uh be in the in the positive, and so we're watching this t v with the Eagles like we just need them to score, we don't care if they and they score, so we go nuts there, and then we're watching the Titans game, and they're put they're down seven with like 40 seconds to go and they're marching and we're like we need it going to go into overtime and then the Titans get the ball and then they score and then boom our boy Derrick Henry punches one in with like 7 seconds left bangs it out we go berserk everyone's like everybody's going what? everybody's, I thought you everybody's guys were looking Panthers at <laughs> and Bears fans everybody's <laughs> looking at us going nuts at these rando games in between and then the Titans get the toss and Overtime, and they just marched down the field, and Henry busts in again for a touchdown. And boom, we're going nuts.
2: Did and you? Then, s-
1: and then, the, and then Brian pivoted to like, oh, we're going to win our money right here, and he took the <laughs> Packers minus two. <laughs> 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 that didn't work out. No, nah, well.
0: that one didn't work out too good. And at then all. later,
1: and then, uh, and then by that point, I we was were all asleep. gone. Everybody was gone, and like Brian Texel at like seven forty five. Sleep. Like he's like, I'm feeling good about the about the the Rams and he takes money on the Rams. <laughs> Next thing I know Monday we all owe him $50. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I was asleep
0: at 7:45. So I don't I when he asked those questions, your boy no I left my phone at Brad's house. I was so drunk.
2: <laughs>
1: I was like and luckily for me, Tate had an ear infection. So well, I, I was—I
0: was gonna say like your recollection of all this is superb because I don't remember much of anything. Well, I was
1: on a snap count and I knew I was gonna be on a snap count when I was going because Tate had was crying all day and he normally doesn't do that. Like I'm like, hey, you wanna go to the playground? Let's go to the playground. He's like, no, my ear hurts. I'm like, okay, something's rips really some, wrong. Some dirt in it. And then uh, more, And then Morgan came home and I, I was like, hey, just let me know. I'll come home and get Marlo if you need to take them to urgent care. And then she's she's being super mom and takes yeah. them both to urgent care. And four o'clock, she's like, hey, the prescription is going to be ready at 4.30. So I'm like, all right, boys, I got to roll. Yeah. 15 minutes after our roller coaster high right there. Of the, <laughs> Back of to those, dad. Uh, the, yeah, of those 1 p.m. games. And then I'm coming home and I'm feeling, but when I, and then the next morning in the text chain, I'm like, "Whoo, I'm glad that happened. So I'm not feeling the way y'all felt. Yeah, so let me
0: fill you in on what happened. So we get into the Uber. Uh, Apparently, I put in the correct address. I don't know how because Brad's in a rental house. And Brad was, I guess, (laughs) sober enough to know what his address was at the rental house. So we, we got there. And so what I'm about to say is the part I'm about to say is what I remember. All right. So. We roll up into his his new rental house. I get out of the car. I walk up the stairs to their front door, and I see, like, my kids out there and his kids are on, like, the front porch playing, and then I walked into the door. That's what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently... Kelly's making food appetizers or whatever. She's like cooking bacon to like put on something salads or whatnot. I guess they, or she was making homemade pizzas and things like that. Apparently I start wrestling with all the kids, right? Nephews, Emmett, my kids, Austin, I'm wrestling. It's getting pretty rough to the point to where Chrissy like is scared to put Madison on the floor because kids are just flying around everywhere. Brad's kind of doing the same thing and we're just out of it. We just have no idea what's going on. I go over to Kelly to see what she's doing. apparently I, I said like I gave her one of the look over there. And then I grabbed a handful of the bacon that she like just took out of the pan (laughs) and chopped up to put on like pizza or salad and just shoved it in my mouth. (laughs) And Chrissy's like, what the hell are you doing? Kelly just cooked the bacon for the salads. I'm like, so? (laughs) Bears won. (laughs) Bears won. The Bears won.
2: I don't remember
0: anything. I don't need anything. So Christy's like, all right, we got to go. And uh, mind you, it's 730 at this point. All right. (laughs) So I'm like, whatever. So I get in the car. Christy's driving. She goes, are you going to throw up on the way home? I go, no. Kelly goes, here, take this pan. It's like one of those like. Aluminum pans that you would cook like a casserole in Uh huh So I take it I'm fine I'm doing alright Ten minutes And they're only They only live ten minutes away So like eight minutes into it you I just start throwing up into this tin can You threw up? Oh I lost it Just calling I dinosaurs Brad was,
1: I thought Brad was lying
0: when he said that Calling dinosaurs Threw oh, up in my the car oh, my. oh Felt like shit I roll in home. I get home, roll into bed, take off the dick of stuff, pass out, 745. Didn't eat anything. And then, like, Madison hasn't been feeling good. Uh She wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning. All right? So I, like, hear the monitor. I bounce up. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. It's 4 o'clock. I've had nine hours of sleep. So I was good to go. I was wide awake. Chrissy's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. What are you talking about? She's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, you were pretty drunk. I'm like, that was nine hours ago. I went to bed (laughs) at (laughs) (laughs) 745. And I threw up.
1: Uh, And... um, It was awesome, though. Brad passed out upstairs on a beanbag in his kid's room. But but Brad said, and then he even said the next morning he had to take a nap at like 10 a.m. Oh,
0: God, yeah. He took
1: a nap. (laughs) I hit a wall at about 11. Uh, Luckily, I took the day off, and I was just
0: kind of dicking around, taking my kids to school and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, Brad took a nap. He had to take a nap. It was too much for him. But I can't hang anymore, man. Like six IPAs, three shots, two Bloody Marys. I, I just can't hang anymore. I don't know how Brian does it. Are you taking clients out? And kudos to Brian. Picked up the tab. Wonderful guy right there. Yeah. That was yeah, excellent appreciate it.
2: by him. Thank Cla- you very yeah. much. Yeah. Class big, tolic. Act. big Big
1: Tolick. Big Tolick. Tolic. Y'all checking him out. Check him yeah. out. little plug for Check Big tolic. Um So what I hear in that whole story, everything I just heard right there sums up to me is your wives – it's probably going to be a while before your wives let you do another Sunday fun day without them, right?
0: There is, yeah, it, it's going to have <laughs> to be like a special occasion, like where the Panthers see the Bears in the playoffs. But we got to
1: do it, though, because that was great. That was a that lot was a good of
0: time. I, I really wish, like, John could have made it. Yeah. He couldn't do it. I guess, you know, something. We like, were trying
1: to get Brooks to come in. Trying to get Brooks. He, he R- Rusty, Rusty Bale for whatever reason. Well, and the best part, too, is that we didn't, I mean, a another really good, cool part about us getting to the bar was last week you and Brian were playing each other in fantasy, yep. and Brad and I were playing each other. Yeah, in So fantasy. that worked out. So I remember there was a time where we were watching the giants and the Redskins where we needed the over <laughs> and we were just begging for points. And, but the right points, we were just, we just needed points, right? I, yeah, we just needed points. And then Kyle Allen fumbles, fumbles, and the Giants pick it up and run it back for defense. And I'm like hitting Brad. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's getting, he's going crazy because we're getting <laughs> points. And then there's just this like self defeat on his face when he realizes that I have the Giants' defense. <laughs> so it was just a whammy. He's like, ah. Oh. So, but but it was yeah. It was, it was we gotta uh, it was, we it was gotta fun... we
0: gotta get the band back together again. You know, it was definitely it
1: was it was definitely worth my guys when they weren't really performing there at one o'clock it, it took the sting off of that to where I could really just focus on the other stuff and be distracted by that so it was a lot of fun we got to do that again that was a lot of fun it, it definitely took the sting out because my
0: team just did not perform and we'll get into that once we hit the rapid-fire recap so yeah. I, I mean at least I had fun in a disappointing week I'll put it yeah. that way so, so.
1: But uh, but yeah, we had that we had that happening, and then I mean, we got a we finally got a lot of feedback from uh from our last week's podcast.
0: It was a solid
1: podcast. It was, it was, and, uh, yeah, and all I heard was after everybody's kind of bitching and moaning about where why they were not ranked. It was funny. All the guys I really heard from were the ones that were kind of ranked in that bottom third. Uh huh. We we didn't really hear from the top third nope. saying anything. Um, no, the top I, third knew they knew
0: what reality is. The bottom third thinks that they're better than they are.
1: Yeah. Um, And I actually have somebody, an anonymous GM that I'd imagine was from one of the bottom three did send me a resume of their athletic prowess. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you want to hear what some of these accomplishments are? What it's not anonymous. If you know who he's who sent it to you,
0: but yes, I do.
1: Let's see, let's see if you can guess who it is. Okay. This will be fun. Okay. All right. He scored five goals in his first ever competitive sporting event. All right. Okay. So goals mean soccer. Assume. Maybe hockey. So we'll see. Nah. Yeah. He once scored 39 points in a basketball game, including going 14 of 15 from the free throw line. Wow. That's pretty legit right there. What year was it? What grade was that? I don't know. It did not specify. did not specify. Okay. He was required to sit out in fourth grade dodgeball for throwing too hard. True story is what he said. I'm going to need witnesses on that. Uh, Yeah. I don't. Fourth grade. Fourth grade dodgeball for throwing too hard. He threw, caught, and rushed a quarterback sneak for a touchdown pass in his final career game of football, junior varsity level. <laughs> junior varsity. <laughs> uh, he says he was always picked first in middle school gym class when they played tetherball outside. Do you remember that game? Yeah, it's great if you're it, tall. It, it, was, it was, Like, it wasn't the – but ours was – I think I know what he's – talking. So, did you ever have it where there was the tether ball, and then this, they got creative, our gym teachers, and they put the ball on top of the pole? That's not tether ball. No, they took the actual, like, um, so imagine the tether ball, right? Yeah, yeah. And you take the actual ball and the rope, and they placed it on top of the pole, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. And and so then it became like a game of... uh, It's kind of like capture the flat or like, uh, not, what is it? The, what's the ultimate Frisbee. So it's kind of like ultimate Frisbee with like a dodgeball or whatever. Okay. You're passing it to people and you're trying to get into a spot where you got to hit the ball and hit the tether ball off the pole. So you just have to hit the pole. You know, you gotta, if you, if you hit the pole, the ball's not going to fall off. You got to hit the ball off the pole. That's weird. You You had to be there, I guess. He definitely had to be there. Um he says he went ice skating once and didn't fall. <laughs> he uh he destroyed middle school classmates and teachers in ultimate ping pong. I don't I don't know about all of his classmates. Oh what's ultimate ping pong? Uh it's where you take the net down and you can really hit the ball like wherever like on, it doesn't matter how many times it can hit. It's a lot of fun. Um, it sounds like a made up sport. It, no, I don't think it's made up, but it's it's more athletic than regular ping pong because you can get to a period where you're just running around the table because you can you don't have to hit it on a particular side. You can hit it anywhere. It's pretty fu- uh, pretty okay. fun. That's it's pretty stupid. fun. It sounds. It's, it's actually more fun than regular. That's not true. Um. He says he caught a perfect game from another NCFFL GM, and then threw one the next game. These are this sounds like,
0: this sounds like uh, Kim Jong Un, who <laughs> who who shot an 18 in golf, well, on 18. He had 18 hole in once. That's what this sounds like. He's just wait, making he, shit up.
1: He shoots somebody,
0: literally shoots somebody on each hole. No, Jim, uh, Kim Jong-un said that he shot – he had 18 hole-in-ones. He shot an eighteen playing golf. That's what he yeah. tells his
1: people. Uh, well, yeah. That's so,
0: what this sounds like.
1: Well, sounds like he's just could, making could, stuff up. So you're comparing up. this Ultimate guy to ping-pong. Kim Jong-un. So you're
0: comparing oh. this to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> right now, yeah. <laughs> he's just making shit up.
1: He might he's, be fat too. Um, uh, he said. Speaking of Kim Jong-un. This is the second fucking week in a row where I'm going to record the podcast and I'm watching baseball. I don't like the two right now. And then I've the, I pull up baseball and I fire it up right before we start, and the first batter is some fat Asian guy hitting for the raise. Well, he's on first base of. right there. Is he's he? he I, just I, missed okay. him. Yeah, 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 His last and name's it, Fan. It, fat. P-H, P-H-A-T, P-H-A-T. Fat. <laughs> but I'm like, man, he's big. Uh, let's see some of these other ones. Uh, do you have a guess yet?
0: Well, I, the ultimate ping pong one threw me because there's no one that's good at ping pong other than me.
1: Oh, here we go. Um, he says he once made four cups in a row in beer pong. Uh, he, he said top three. It sounds like slip. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. He, uh, he once threw a dart through the outspread fingers of another GM with no injury and while under the influence. I mean, I'm going to need video evidence of a lot of these things to That to actually happened. Did that?
0: Who was the other GM? Was that you? Mine was the hand. <laughs> and that was not a very were,
1: smart thing we did. Were later. you under the influence? He might have a video. Yes. This was like a Sunday fun day, like some – I think it was like during a spring or something like that. This was maybe like ten years ago. You did not want me
0: throwing darts, less this, this past Sunday. I can guarantee that. And I had my hand
1: on the dartboard. Brooks was about fifteen feet away, and he threw it, and it literally landed, stuck. It grazed my skin and was right beside, in between. <laughs> I think he has a video of it. If um, he's got a video, not he a video, share it. I don't know if he has a video. of What did what'd you guys do? Set up a camcorder? Corner? Camcorder? Uh, I, I can't remember if somebody filmed the whole thing. Or if... Is this pre-cell phones? No, no, this was like 10 years ago. Yeah, so like a
0: Nokia flip phone that had video <laughs> and it was all fuzzy?
1: They, weren't iPhones around then? I can't remember. I think they were, actually. I'll have to text him after and see if he has the video. That'd be funny. So He just makes it up. Here, you know, I, I mean, all that but,
0: You, you know and I, and a lot of GMs, know that Slip is like the world's greatest person for having just random facts. Yeah, and half of the shit's probably made up, but he makes it sound like he knows what he's talking
1: about, so everyone agrees with him. That's what all this sounded like. Well, eighty percent of this stuff. You know who else did all these things? Me. maybe even 90 he jumped off the roof of anson street and didn't die i did that as well why that's a better question this was because man when you're in college you do stupid shit you jumped off the roof of his old beach house into the pool this is true well that's that that
0: that, that seems okay
1: that that wasn't that far he job. says he won $20 off NASCAR driver Denny Hamlin, but doesn't specify how he won it. So we can't really know if that's athletic or not. Yeah. So he says he hit multiple, two to be exact, Division One home runs.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not, while, you, not while I was might.
1: there. <laughs> is, this, is this practice or is this during the game? I, the, it might be BP. <laughs> maybe BP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. like I
0: don't even like it was probably like BP during practice. It wasn't like BP before a game. That's probably where it was. He probably had was... like two home runs. The wind was just howling at App State, <laughs> maybe, so he got it a... like up into the uh, got it up in the air, and it just carried. Maybe and it was life... like it was like a.
1: Maybe in like March when it was like <laughs> the air was thin, yeah. it, was, it was just yeah. It's like a ra- it. it's
0: like a random Tuesday, and he hit like yeah. two. I wasn't like before a game.
1: Yeah, I
0: but doubt that. I don't. Maybe so, he, he could have hit them the year that I didn't play there because I yeah. I only I only played two years and he played an
1: additional year. Yeah, but I don't know. So, maybe so. I don't so, but. It's kind of side quick and kind of spark all this kind of sparking. So, did you drive home from Brad's, or did Chrissy drive you home from Christy, Brad's? I can't throw uh, up and drive at the same time. <laughs> Man, that's bananas. Speaking <laughs> of bananas, does anybody else have to drive you home after bananas? Ninety-nine bananas, or something like that. Uh,
0: that's a great story. Um, I wish I well. First of all, Slip and Brooke, or Slip and Brad, both can tell the story. But just, just a, a quick story. I'm at the game, and I'm in the stands as a fan. Okay? So Brad and Slip are playing. And I'm heckling the other team, just giving them the business. And in the process, I'm slipping, you know, a couple 99 bananas into a styrofoam cup and drinking it. And not one time throughout my heckling did I curse or use foul language, okay? Not one time. Did not curse, did not use any sort of foul language, inappropriate language, didn't use anything like that. There's kids around, there's family members, moms and dads. I was so good with the research that I had that I had two dads from the opposing team come and sit next to me to try and intimidate me. And at this time, (laughs) at this time, I'm thinking to myself, you're going to come over here and try and intimidate me? Let me tell you something. So I get out my little notepad, and guess who's up? Oh, uh, Jimmy Smith, making that up right now. Jimmy Smith is is up. And um, guess what, boys? It's his birthday. So what do I decide to do? I decide to let all the App State fans, hey, everybody, it's Jimmy's birthday today. I think we should all do them a favor and sing them happy birthday. I think that would be a good thing. So every, so I start. I lead it off. We start going happy birthday. <laughs> Everybody jumps in. These dads just get up and walk back in shame. I mean, I just – I had them ruined. Their captain had, like, all these, like, wristbands on to make them look cool. He would, like, roll up to the plate and go – because Brad did the same shit. And so I'm With like, wristbands? Oh, Brad yeah. was doing... With wristbands and shit. And Brad was the captain. So I'd be like, hey, Brad, this, this guy's got captain. He's got bands on just like you. You guys must have captain bands. You guys are like captain brothers. You guys both got captain bands on. And, like, you see Brad chuckling out there at shortstop. And, like, even the dude stepping up to the plate, he's, like, chuckling. He's, like, laughing at it. But anyways, so the assistant AD comes by. And he, like, kicks me out. I'm like, what are you kicking me out for? AD from App? From from App State. It's a home (laughs) game. I go, what are you kicking (laughs) me out for? He goes, well, you're just, you know, causing too much of a distraction. I go, I haven't said anything derogatory, uh, anything, uh, no cursing. I haven't done anything like that. What are you talking about? He's like, well, you know, we just think you're being a distraction. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm not leaving here, so I don't leave. He walks away and like 10 minutes later, because I continue doing what I do and I did it well, comes back, finally kicks me out. I think they actually called security on me (laughs) and I had to walk away. And I had to leave. It was ridiculous. So Brett, so I think Slip actually had to drive my, like, 93 Toyota Tercel back home. Stick <laughs> shift with a baseball shifter in it. And he couldn't drive stick to save his life. So he's, like, grinding the gears the whole way.
1: So you got a flaming t- baseball tattoo and you had a shift with a baseball on it? Oh, it was dynamite.
0: Dude, so,
1: so if you've ever been to the
0: Yap State uh, Baseball Field, where it was where we played, it was on this like huge hill. So what oh. we would do, like after practice some days, is I would put it, I would, I would turn the car around, and we would go down backwards, and then I hit the mer- emergency brake and spin the wheel and just do a one eighty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good times, man. Time. Right, we got it. Yeah, we got to ask about that again. Hold on yeah. a sec. What do you need, Jack? Is this for
0: me? No, uh, it's It's what? Paper. It's papers that you did? This looks great, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. My son Jackson just gave me some homework he's showing me. Good deal. It looks like we Good got, deal. he's working on the letter M, right? Working on the letter M? And then he did, he colors, you know, A's and B's and C's. So that's, that's great, Jack. He did a wonderful job here. I give you an A plus. Want to give me a high five? Can I help you out with anything else? No. Nope. You want to say hi to everybody? Yeah. Say, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Do it louder so they can hear you.
2: Hey, everybody.
0: All right. Yeah. All right. You going to bed now? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out of here. No. <laughs> that parenting segment was brought to you by Gerber.
1: <laughs> PBS. PBS. <laughs> um, But not that. I mean, what? Any other? I don't have anything.
0: I guess, you know, let's, you know, throw this out there. You know, apologize for the scheduling conflict that we had to the other GMs. Typically, we try and drop this thing on a Friday morning so you guys can have the whole you know, two and a half days to uh, enjoy the pod before before the one o'clock kickoffs. You know, just wasn't in the cards. Try to work some things out, just didn't happen. And uh, unfortunately, we had you know a, a GM lined up this uh, this evening to do um, an interview, and unfortunately, something kind of came up last second. Uh, we reached out to a couple other GMs, and unfortunately, just wasn't in the cards this week. So we don't we don't have a guest. Don't have a guest uh, interview this week, unfortunately. We'll we'll make it up next week. However, Jared, and you're not even familiar with this. We do have we did have a um, a submission of a commercial, so we got a Ooh. commercial coming, um, and I will say it's uh, it's politically uh, related. I'll politically just incorrect. Uh, I'll say it's politically related, possibly incorrect. I'll just say that. (laughs) So, you know, in the, in the, you know, because we're having, you know, we got the presidential election, Senate, all that stuff going on. You know, this might be a good little funny commercial. So look forward to that. I can't wait to hear it. So that will be fun. But um, so, yeah, Jared, why don't we uh, get the show on the road, get kick it off. Oh, let me go through the rundown here. We're going to go rapid fire recap. And uh, hit, we're going to do a little league pulse. We're going to take the pulse of the league, Jared. We're about halfway through the season. Crazy. So wow. we're going to look at where everybody's at in both divisions, east and west, um, and kind of just kind of walk through where everyone's at, maybe who could potentially be a dark horse maybe. I don't know. So we're going to look through that, and then we're going to hit up the week seven matchups. Uh, hopefully it be a short pod. So let's get this thing started. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. Welcome into the rapid fire recap week seven edition. We're going to take a look back at week six. Everything happened the wins, the losses, the heartbreaks. The heartbreaks. Talking to you, Jared. Um, oh, yeah. So let's get things started. We'll kick it off with my matchup versus Brian. It was good to be around him during the 1 o'clock games. Uh, unfortunately, that's where the fun ended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he pretty much throttled me 129-92. One, to 92. Um, Akers kind of killed me. Jonu Smith. Kinda. Yeah. He
1: played one snap.
0: <laughs> one snap. That one hurt. I didn't really have any other options, though. Naheem Hines got me five points, but that doesn't help me. Uh, John Smith went down with an injury early. Scotty Miller. Scotty didn't know anything there. Uh, Scotty didn't (laughs) I I got it. And then Tennessee's, you know, getting minus six just put me behind the eight ball there. So, uh, yeah, this one was pretty much wrapped up. You know, when Derrick Henry goes for basically 40 points and his defense scores 20, Call that one a wrap. Yeah, he had
1: like a 95 yard touchdown run, too. I remember seeing that and I was like, wow, Henry, touchdown. Yeah. 95 that, yards.
0: The fact that he can be 6'3 or 4'5, 228 pounds or whatever he is, and not get run down is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That dude is so good. So, so good.
1: Um yeah, another one. So we had and yeah, so you, so you drop one. So I dropped still one. the top. Yeah, so, so I go four down four and two.
0: two Brys at three and three now. Um, yeah, that one hurt. I really, I really thought that I was gonna pull that one out. Um, but yeah,
1: I did too. I thought, I thought uh, Hopkins and Thielen came up a little, little uh, slow for you.
0: Well, I mean, if if you take a look at his guys, right? So, I mean, we were basically even between Cam and Minshew, which I wouldn't have expected that. I beat him with Beckham. uh, I mean, with Hopkins, he had Beckham that barely scored anything, not even four points. Evans, not even two points. Um, And then Singletary, five. Now, Aker's going for Blankenship. That fucking sucked. Um. And then Swift kinda held his own against Henry. I mean, he scored twenty five points. Yeah. Yeah. Not much you can ask there, but Kelsey hurts. And you know, Fuller did a good job and Chenault and Blankenship our kickers were pretty much even, but Man, basically twenty five point defense difference. Yeah, twenty five point on the defense difference and Cam Acres going for zip. That's what that's that's the breakdown there. That's yeah. the one that hurts. That's so. what happens
1: sometimes. But yeah. so we had that and then we had a couple other blowouts. We did. It was uh uh looks like uh Brooks. I mean or Rusty took down Brooks yeah. pretty pretty easily. Handily. Uh, pretty easily. Uh um, just as
0: a side note, Slip was the only guy that I could have beaten this week. Yeah. As a side note. That have,
1: so he yeah, Brooks just not enough power. Fire, team doesn't right? look good. Doesn't look good. Four, five, six. Rusty has six touchdowns. His guys look Jefferson, Claypool, one, two, three. Jones, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight touchdowns. I mean Rusty got so his guys had defense touchdowns. blanked his, his yeah, defense, defense blanked point. and Rodgers got four points and he beat him by 60 and, well it's not even that he just still get 150 so eight touchdowns he had eight touchdowns and one two three four almost five almost half of Brooks's teams didn't even get eight points each <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good not a good combination that's that's tough to run into um. Yeah. So uh so yeah, so Brooks is kinda of still hanging down there, still trying to get that elusive second win. Yeah, he's one and uh,
0: five. Rusty moves back near the top of the uh the standings there at four and two. and, uh, and
1: then the phew. then yeah, and then the other blowout is uh Mike. Mike's having riding that uh, heater riding the heating street. He is with right. Three here. wins in a row. He easily took care of uh, John. Um Big games from Lamar, big games from Kittle, big games from that. Everybody was laughing at him when they spent that much money on Miami's defense, and then wham! Wham Miami's 25. I tried to get him.
0: I just didn't have the heat
1: that he had. $21. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, and then six of uh, John's players scored eight points or less, and that's just not going to get it done. Nah. So, and then, so. John moves to what three and three?
0: Yeah, Johnny is now three and three. Mike is now three, three and three. A lot of a lot of GMs at
1: the three and three mark now. Yeah, and then the final two games were the, the closer ones of the, the week. Yeah, let's save um, let's save
0: yours for last because correct. that one was the tightest. So let's look at uh Chaz versus Pittman. This one was separated uh, by seven points, and yep. we can dissect that you know seven different ways you can say well green bay's defense minus two and his his defense baltimore with six you can say it was lost there um
1: actually that's pretty much where it was lost now that i'm looking yeah, at yeah, it. i mean well that or or you could say that like Pittman just guessed wrong i mean he left robert woods and dj Moore on the bench he yeah. plays uh he plays those two guys over Crowder and Antonio Gibson and I think he gets the win.
0: What did what do you think he was thinking with the Jets
1: and Crowder? Crowder gets peppered. Okay. Right, so like even that game, I mean what did he have? Oh. Even the Miami had 13 targets. He gets seven catches for 48 yards on 13 targets. So <laughs> yeah, he just gets peppered. He, he might, Crowder might be the most underappreciated, like fantasy player. Like, that's, well, the problem is he easily. gets peppered, but he, you know, 13 targets,
0: seven catches for 48 yards, zero touchdowns. They're not scoring touchdowns.
1: Well, they didn't, that, but even him, like, he said, I mean, Crowder, the week prior, 10 targets, eight catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Prior to that, 10 targets, seven catches, 104 yards, no touchdowns. Week one, 13 targets, seven catches, 115, one touchdown. I don't – yeah, I get why he played him. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Gibson. Gibson's just not – hadn't really hit that level yet. Uh, nice and, trade, uh, Jared. Nice well,
0: trade.
1: I mean, Devontae didn't really do much for me. Nope. So, but, uh – So, that's – yeah. So, uh. So Chaz pulls a, pulls another one out with the uh, – Chaz back to yeah. the top, moves to four back. and two. Pittman's at that
0: three and three mark that we kind of discussed earlier where a lot of GMs are. Um, so let's get to this final matchup here. And I went, I, I went to bed. I didn't watch yeah. this game. I don't know if you guys had any Monday nighters, if it came down to that or not. Um, there was two games
1: Monday night, wasn't there? Did it come down to Monday night? I don't know. Yes, it it did. It did. Yeah. Um, So I had Josh Allen and Hilaire going on Monday. And he had Stefan Diggs and Amari Cooper going on Monday. Oh, my. So Hilaire did well. Josh Allen kind of stunk a little bit. He stunk it up. And then Diggs, he he did fair. He just scored a touchdown. And I was feeling good. The entire night, I was kind of watching this, keeping an eye on that Cowboys Cardinals game. And then, well, <sighs> you guessed wrong. The last, huh? Well, the last thing, do you know why I lost?
0: I can give you two reasons. Um,
1: do you know, not why, do you know how I lost?
0: Your tight end scored zero points? No. <laughs> Again? They haven't.
1: Again, you had a tight end not score double-digit points. Oh, yeah. He's gone. He's Maybe I have a good... I can't wait to see what Hunter Henry doesn't do. Uh,
0: Juju Smith-Schuster scored 1.6, and you're consistently trying to trade him away, and I I try to give you equivalent value, and you just (laughs) discard it.
1: Why would I? I'm not going to... I mean, at at least Juju has uh, a 1,400 yard season under him, so maybe he just kind of like might come back to life somehow. Okay. I doubt it, but he, Juju's the worst right now because he's the worst player that you can have. To where like you you're have never to start gonna him. Play him. You, I don't have to. I think he's definitely not startable right now because I'm not starting to move him forward. But I can't drop him. You know, true. He's just like wasting a spot on my bench. Oh, kind of like Le'Veon that. Bell. Yeah, kind of like him. Do you know what the final score? of the Cowboys and Cardinals game was? Uh,
0: Not off the top of my head. I'm trying to see if I got it here. I don't have it. Oh, uh, 10
1: to 38. Cardinals 38, Cowboys 10. Amari Cooper scored the touchdown for the Cowboys. Guess how early it came. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say with, like, Ten seconds to go. Two minutes and forty-eight seconds left in the game. He <laughs> caught a one-yard touchdown pass on, I think it was third and goal from the one.
0: Third and goal, and they're passing
1: it. That's not and fun. I lost. I lost because of that. He caught that. Well, that was the last catch that he made. Caught that touchdown. Brad jumps. Me.
0: I'm pretty sure that Brad was sleeping while that
1: happened too. Oh yeah, I'm sure too. And I was. And I f- like it was like, and I can't be that mad when you score a hundred and two points and you lose. You can't be in like a fashion like I can't be that mad, right? I would but be what, mad because your your tight end scored zero. Oh, I'm mad about that. I'm not. I'm saying I can't be mad about like God. Tomorrow, I got. I can't believe I lost on like the last second. Like that's just a brutal way to lose, right? Like I'm over it now. It sucked the next day, but like I'm over it because I just look like that would have been a a win to steal that would have helped me out easily. What pisses me off though? do you remember? Yeah, we were together. The Steelers and the Browns played each other. That was a pretty good game. Wasn't it? No, no, no. no. Cause at halftime, we were like, we, oh, we that one's in the back. Check this off. Fourth quarter. They don't play Kareem hunt because they're losing so bad. Hey, Packers and uh, bucks. We felt pretty good about the Packers minus two, right? Yeah, until the fourth quarter rolled around and they were down like twenty four and they were like, Oh, we're not gonna send Aaron Rodgers and all those guys back out. Devontae Adams, he's not playing anymore. Miles Sanders gets hurt like in halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, that's so he's not playing anymore. Oh, but the Cowboys down twenty eight (laughs) points can throw it with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Don't give it to Andy. Don't give it to Zeke. Don't give it to Andy Z, Dalton Throw it. it. And it's not even that. It's Andy Dalton's <laughs> out there with all the stud-wide receivers. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of maybe – maybe they're just trying to like some, get some kind of chemistry between Dalton and the receivers. Then part of me is like they're still in the first place in the division, even if they lose because yes. that shitty-ass division. <laughs> Why are you sending your studs out down 28 with four minutes to it's go? It's Mike McCarthy, man. He just never quits. And that's that's what pisses me off. Is I lost because they were sending their studs out with four minutes to go, like working on a hurry up offense or something. Down fucking twenty eight points <laughs> when all of my guys, the same scenario happened, and their coaches are like, "And eh, we're gonna bail out on this game with in the fourth quarter." <laughs> so it's yeah, but that's so he so one of us was gonna still win. Who do you who him. do you hate
0: more? Mike McCarthy or Andy Dalton? Uh, just for that past week.
1: Uh,
0: because you don't McCarthy. know. You don't know if Dalton like checked out of it and went to a pass to pad his no, stats, it, so, that that can, so that he can so that he can get a uh, a nice deal from his agent next year, saying he threw like X amount of touchdown passes.
1: May I don't know. Well, he didn't like he didn't check out of it. They were like in shotgun from the one, like first and goal, and they're throwing fades up to like Michael Gallup. So the guy, the guy even on on my bench couldn't even help me out. I mean, Gallup catch the fucking touchdown, so Cooper (laughs) does, and then throw like an out, and then threw like a little Z out route to Cooper. And I'm like, fuck me, man, and that's what ended it. Ah, Brad's kicker got minus points too. Yeah. But he made that clutch one though. He did, make, made he the did make the clutch point. one. <laughs> so we needed that. I can't be too mad though. I mean it's whatever. It's I mean I'm over Juju. But um but yeah, so he's still he's on the ready. block though. You wanna let everyone know he's still on the block? He's on the block. If anybody okay. wants to buy low on Juju, now's your time. Price is only gonna go up after this weekend when he kinda he's he's gonna go at least for six targets this weekend. He's four catches for 29 yards and a touchdown calling it right now so you're planning on selling high at this point Next at that week? point i'll sell high i just need Ya if if yahoo would just switch juju over to a tight end because that's what he plays <laughs> that's the routes he runs just switch him to the tight end then maybe i'll be okay with that. well
0: you still wouldn't get because he would be considered a tight end you wouldn't get he wouldn't
1: get over double digit points so you'd still be yeah but nobody ever does for your tight ends yeah no exactly so uh what what do you think i mean
0: shoot this out here for the rest of the gms what's an equivalent player for juju i mean so people know like don't. so like they don't give you some bs
1: offer so, doing- I mean, I've looked. At, the reason why I throw it out there is, I mean, I was trying to package him with somebody else, like two, who? three weeks ago. Who are you trying to package together? Him and who else? Hunt. Um, no, 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 no. This, I mean, this isn't now. This is like two or three weeks ago. Okay. Um, and so. But even then, people weren't – like, I was trying – like, even when I made the trade with Pittman for Allen, I was still – because even then, he was still kind of – he had two good weeks at least. Um But – and I was trying to kind of – either Juju or Allen Robinson. I was hoping he was going to pick Juju, but he picked Robinson. But I was still fine with it. But, I mean, I offered John – even we made a trade kind of after I offered John, Juju, and Hunter Henry for A.J. Brown. Um But the – Secrets out on Juju. The for me, if I were to trade Juju, it would probably be for like a shot in the dark running back that might not do anything. Might so like a Cam Acres, exactly. Wow. So if you want Juju, I'll, Cam Acres for Juju. Wow. And so wow, wow, wow. I,
0: I might think about it.
1: So. So, yeah, so that would be one where I think it's just kind of fair um, to where. So, yeah,
0: so. so just so that uh, all the GMs are clear on what is fair. So I offered you Scotty Miller for him, who's going to get he's going to be a target whore for Brady down the stretch.
1: Not now. Antonio Brown signed with the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that? No. Yeah, he did. No way. Yeah. Tonight. Did he really? Yeah, There's they're agreeing. They're agreeing to win a deal tonight. You think Arian's going to deal with his BS? You think Tom? I, you think Tom's going to deal with his BS? I swear to the, God, the
0: second that he doesn't run his route right and complains, Tom Tom's going to look
1: the Google, other way. Adam Schefter. Oh, update. I'm not doubting it. That Antonio, it's not going to happen. Adam Schefter, Antonio Brown and the Buccaneers have reached an agreement on a one year deal. Right, per so, source. So so
0: here we go. We got Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Chris Godwin,
1: Leonard, don't even say it. Leonard Fournette, don't say Fournette, it. Don't say Tom it. Jones, Ron Jones, Ron, <laughs> Ron Jones, Scotty Miller. do Scotty Miller's getting cut. He's going. He's getting sent to the practice squad. Who's gonna now. take
0: his spot? He's gonna be the Julian Edelman.
1: He's gonna oh be the God. Wes Welker.
0: No one's wanting to cross the middle of the field. They leave that for white, small little white guys. <laughs>
1: So, you think
0: I'll, Antonio Brown's going to run like the routes incorrectly and Tom Brady's going to have enough of his bullshit and he's going to be like, fuck you, I ain't throwing you the ball. It's my career on the line. You ain't going right? to run your routes? You're going to cut your routes off short and I'm going to throw pick sixes? I don't think so, son. I ain't looking your way the rest of the year.
1: So, but to answer your question,
0: no, to an- I, let me finish my thought. So, I offered Scotty Miller for Juju. Now, I think you're high on Juju's name because of what he did in the past, but we're talking a 10-point difference. But you're okay with Cam Akers, who has a total of 13 points on the season. You're okay with that.
1: Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. What, do you want to do it, Juju for Cam Akers? No, I don't want to do it. Why not? Because running backs are so key right
0: now, and I'm going to hold on to my running backs, and he might be my keeper for next year.
1: Well, see, and that that's fine. I mean, I but you can't like use points with like to try and like, how else do you make it? Make how sense. else
0: do you use? What else do you use to compare for trades? Uh,
1: outside of points, the the the. So, did you just take so I, a leak right now? No, I'm I'm peeing, I'm peeing right now. That's why I say take a leak. I hear oh. like splashing around it was like past tense um pe- peeing in the rocks right now that's um so i just traded i made a trade right with john where i gave him Kenyon drake for okay. dj Chark. okay right yeah and it's kind of like a shuffling of the deck chairs right but it's not like either. I don't know if anybody, like, we'll see if he, people like might get better. I don't have any wide receiver depth, so I think it kind of helps me a little bit more where I still think I have a little bit more running back depth. Um, where it also helps John, gives him a running back to where he doesn't really have that. And if he wanted to try to move Dalvin or Aaron Jones to try and upgrade a wide receiver, he now has that kind of backup with the starting running back. I tried to make. A move with Johnny. We were in
0: conversation about Dalvin Cook.
1: Yeah, and it, he, I, I felt like he wanted too much. So, well, and it's, and I, so that's, but now he might be able to go back, and if he wanted to try to move Dalvin or Aaron Jones. <laughs>
0: so let me ask you this. So this is this to is to breaking keep, to news. Yeah, go, but go to tell
1: through. you, so Kenyon Drake, and the reason why, like looking at the points. I don't look at the – Kenyon Drake I don't think is a good running back, right? No. So, But looking past the amount of fantasy points that he scored, because what the people have done in the past ain't going to help us in the future, right? But this dude would rip off two-yard runs every time they'd hand it off to him. And he's not getting the ball thrown to him like ever. Like last year, he was getting like four or five, six targets a game. This year he might get one a game. That's not good in a half-point PPR. And Kyler Murray, first and goal from the one, any other people would, like, hand it off to their running. So that's the good thing about Drake is he's, for whatever reason, they still think he's the best running back, and so they're still giving him all the opportunities. So he's going to touch the ball a lot. It's hard for him to do anything. He's also the goal line back, except for when – Kyler Murray, first and goal from the one. He pulls the hand off and he runs it in because that motherfucker, Kyler Murray can fucking scoot. He is fast. He just like he he just like floats on the ground. Yeah. And so like half of their like first and goal to score rushing touchdowns are coming from Kyler Murray. So I just wanted to get so with Drake and with Juju, I didn't like both of those headaches being on there to where I just wanted to get off of them. I have no idea what Chark is going to do. Um, So that's why I was – so that kind of goes back to, like, the juju for Cam Akers to where – Well,
0: just so we're clear, you just said
1: that I don't want to
0: trade based on past performances, which is exactly what you're putting Juju Smith on for. You're basing Juju Smith on past performances. You said earlier in the podcast that I'm not going to trade a guy that had a 1,400-yard season for Scotty Miller. For Scotty Miller. You're basing right. it on past performances. Because he's done it before, it doesn't mean but it's you like just this said guy just sucks. A now. minute and a half ago, you can't base things off of past performances.
1: No, you can't base the expect like the, expectation. the future expe- no, the future expectation on past well, performances. I don't think I don't think Juju's going to He's not going to be nearly anything as good as he what he was two years ago. Yeah, but right? what
0: you're asking for is based on his past performance. It's not based on what it is now.
1: No, if I was asking for based off past performance, I'd be asking for like a top 20 player because that's what Juju is. And I know he's not that now. So, I'm thinking, like if I were to ever trade Juju, like if, if I were to ever see a trade with Juju, if it was a one and one it would be for a – DeAndre a Swift, a Cam Akers. no, not Swift, because I wanted Swift earlier because he's he's gone, like he's out now. Like I'd much rather have Swift than Juju. Cam Akers, maybe, may like I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general, because that backfield is a nightmare, right? Yeah, with the Rams, they don't people, and so like like at some point, Cam Akers, I mean. I don't know. He's going to need some things to break fall his way in order to be able to. He's going to need injuries. He's going to
0: need an injury from someone.
1: And so I still think Juju's got a week or two left before it's written in stone for him. And this could be a good segue to kind of where we're going to get into a pulse pulse of the league. To where it's kind of like or is it are people where they are right now are they written in stone or is it, is that it, are they are who they are at this point well let's get into and that and I don't know that I don't know that about Juju right because because of and it's because of what he's done two three years ago that that's stuff for why it's rare for a wide receiver just to fall off like that right uh,
0: buddy he, yeah. he didn't do it last year I mean he didn't do it last year look at Beckham. You I mean, think yeah. Beckham? You think Beckham's a top-tier receiver? I mean, based on his name, yeah, right? Based on his draft, no. yeah,
1: right? But seeing see, that's where no, – I mean, but, you, but he's you try in a complete –
0: tra- You try and trade for Beckham and then whoever's got him, I don't even know he's got him, they're going to be like, no, I'm not going to give you such-and-such such guy because that such-and-such such guy is not like a – Top ten receiver, and they're holding on to him because it's Beckham's name. But in reality, Beckham has like one good good game. I don't even know how many points he has. Let me see. Let's check it out. Who's got him? Do you know,
1: uh, Brown's got him. Brown. I mean, he's had some good games. The problem with Beckham is he's just not on a. The Browns are a run
0: first team. He's got seventy points, seventy five points on the year. I'll run through his games here, and this is this is this is typical old El Beckham right here. So he's got one great game that puts his points up to fucking banana lands. You take that 35-point game, you eliminate that game and his worst game, which is 3.5, and you're looking at an average point around nine. And you tell me that he's going to sell Odell Beckham for less than a top 15 someone running back receiver? He ain't doing that. He's trying to sell it. he's going to sell it him. He's going to be like, "No, I ain't doing that." In reality, though, Beckham's nothing more than a mediocre receiver right now.
2: And I has been for 2 that.
0: years.
1: But I think he know. but 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 again, this is like where the situation is, right? So Beckham in Cleveland is a lot different than when Eli Manning was just peppering them with targets up with in the Giants. My point
0: is, is the owner doesn't have reality set in mind. Like if people were to come up to him to try and get Beckham off of his team, he's as the owner, he's going to think, well, this person wants this player. This player has a reputation in the league as being a good receiver, even though, Number-wise, he sucks. He's average for numbers. He's an
1: average fantasy player. I mean, yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, but it's also – Through seven – through six weeks, he is an – he's a below-average receiver through six weeks. Yeah, I mean, but then there's – I don't know, Well. I mean, we will agree to disagree. We, not on not on not on Beckham specifically, just kind of in general and kind of how to look at it all. Because there's all like different aspects that you have to kind of take into account: upcoming schedule, the actual involvement, and that's the problem with Juju. Is is I could care less about points, and seeing that's the hard part about giving up Drake is I don't think he's a good running back. So I'm taking a gamble that I don't believe he's a good running back. And I just think, like, this weekend when they play Seattle, who's a good against rush defense, he's not going to do anything unless he gets lucky on first and goal from inside the five and they hand it off to him and he scores. But then even then it's like Kyler Murray is the main focal point to run it in. So, I'm taking a gamble that he's not going to do anything. But what you can't overlook in Kenyon Drake is the dudes touching it 15 to 20 times a game. And so, that's like – it's a balance to where you look at, like, what they're producing. But you also got to factor in, like – Touches. Touches, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's where – But when you're getting – I'm not saying, like, when you're saying, like, Scotty Miller and Juju, I think, yeah. I think they're probably about the same, right? But – I'm just saying I, I, there's no point in me making that trade. It doesn't, like, make me better or worse, oh, no, really. it just gets him it's, off your team. Like how it, but yeah, but now I have Scotty Miller, who I'm never going to play. Yeah. Like, never.
0: Oh, I know. That's why I offered it. I mean, it's just – Right. The upside it's, for me is, you know, probably better if that were to go down. Exactly. However, That's what I'm saying however, with Juju
1: is because you know Juju's upside. But, from two years ago, right? But we also know Edelman. We also know Edelman. We also, know, Edelman. We also know
0: Welker and Scotty Miller could be those guys for, for Brady.
1: Not because Antonio Brown's back now. <laughs> Johnny V, championship. Oh, there's a yeah, lot of hands, a lot of mouths to feed he, over there for got, Tommy. He's got AB Tommy. now. He's going to win a championship now.
0: Can't wait till he rips a hammy first week.
1: Let's, uh, let's get to the pulse I'm gonna, We're going to talk about John first
0: Alright, let's talk about the pulse
2: COVID-19 An unstable economy Out of control costs Of health care. The current candidates For President of the United States Say these are the key Problems facing our nation But I say These are only symptoms Of the real problem And no one has yet had the courage to tell the American people what that problem is. Until now. My name is Mitch Cumstein, and I'm an independent write-in candidate for President of the United States. And I will tell you what that problem is. Women are working outside of the home, and they need to go back home now. Think about it. If China had maintained their sacred tradition of keeping women out of the workforce, then COVID-19 wouldn't even exist because that woman wouldn't have undercooked her bath only because she was rushing through her 15-minute lunch break before having to return to the factory making iPhones for 15 cents a day. No, she would have been at home properly cooking her bat, so her family would enjoy a nice meal of flying rodent and rice. We as Americans cannot afford any animal being undercooked, thus causing another global pandemic. Once women return to the home, our economy will be booming again, because actually qualified people will take over all of those vacant jobs those jobs will actually produce something other than emotions healthcare costs will decrease in a number of ways obviously once women return home automobile accidents will be a virtual thing of the past reducing emergency room overuse men will have fewer cardiovascular and neurological issues due to the stress brought on by underqualified women being promoted or hired over them because another man wanted to promote or hire his girlfriend. Sure, it won't be easy, but we know it is necessary. We don't have to make America great again. We just have to make great Americans productive again. And that means the women gotta go home. Of course, there must be exceptions made. Overweight women and those with excessive facial hair will still be able to work at school cafeterias and the DMV. It's time to return America to her greatness by returning her to her home. I'm Mitch Cumstein, and I approve this message.
0: Let's check in on the pulse of the league. All right, boys, this is a new segment here. Uh, we're gonna call this a league pulse. We're gonna go through kind of the status of every uh, division. Talk about some teams, not every team, just kind of teams that are standing out. But uh, we kind of left off that last segment there, start talking about Johnny. So let's 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 get the pulse of the league here. We're gonna start it off with Johnny uh what do you think what are we gonna go where are we gonna go with that i mean john he i mean with antonio he got, brown
1: he was, he was the quickest one he got that ab he got the antonio brown um information i'm not gonna I lie mean, when that came across the wire and i sh-
0: i saw it i definitely looked to try and pick him up i was gonna drop like i don't know who i was gonna drop someone to grab just for shits and giggles but saw that Johnny scotty got
1: miller I can't confirm or deny. Um, Well, what's funny, Yahoo already has him as, like, Tampa Bay. Like, he's a Tampa Bay receiver in Yahoo. Is that right? Um, But he's not. The weird part about Antonio Brown is I still thought he had, like, legal issues that were going to, like, prevent him from playing. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Who knows? I can't. You can't anticipate much. Um, I think – I mean, I think John is kind of where he, he's kind of a, I mean, he's got Dalvin and Aaron Jones. So the ones that are kind of carrying him. Yeah. He's got AJ Brown. Who's kind of, if he can stay healthy, he looks like he's going to be a, a, a big piece there, but I think he's going to be kind of where he is right now just kind of hovering around that uh, might be trying to compete for that second spot in that division, at least trying to compete for the play, the one of the wild card spots, but. I think he's sitting okay right now.
0: Well, I think picking up this Antonio Brown, if it pans out, right, I think weeks – because he's probably in great shape. Uh, who knows how quick he'll be able to pick up the, the playbook. He probably only can run like two routes. Um, I think in two weeks, this could be – you know, he could do well for John's team. And John does need a, a receiver – a reliable receiver, um, and I think that maybe Brown could do it, but I just think there's a lot of mouths to feed over in Tampa, yeah. and that could be the issue. It's like it's it's good that he picked him up, and he may use him for like trade bait later on, but you it might be we you know we talked about Odell Beckham. It might be a he scores 22, and then he's at two and six and four and nine and 17. It's like one of those. It's a schizo type of pick.
1: So yeah, John. John is he's he's a average five hundred, I guess. Because he still has some question marks on the roster. I mean, he's still kind of trying to piece it together week by week. How long is Travis Fulgham going to be a centerpiece in that Eagles passing game? Will any of those other guys come back? Is Dalton Schultz, is he an actual – the answer for him at tight end or is he going to keep streaming him? Um, is it's, it's Dalvin and Aaron Jones going to kind of like the year – like last year, carry him into the playoffs? Yeah. So, so Johnny I and I
0: – Johnny and I were in trade discussions. So, let me ask you this question. So, he, he needed a receiver. This was prior to Antonio Brown. So, who knows? He's probably not even interested now. But we were talking, we were in discussions, and it was basically he was going to give Dalvin Cook, or I wanted Dalvin Cook and Madison. They had to come together. I wasn't getting off of that because I didn't want to get effed by it because I didn't trust Cook with his groin. And so they had to come together. And I was going to give him, like, Thielen and – uh, I for, I, for, I forget the other person. It was like Thielen and it was probably Miller, Scotty Miller. <laughs> <laughs> but my point was, but he also wanted to get rid of. He wanted to get rid of, believe it or not, um, Mahomes. Oh wow! And I'm like, well, I'm not. I don't want Mahomes. I said I didn't want Mah. I said. I'll give you Cam Newton. I said you can have Cam Newton or you can have Herbert, but i don't I'm not gonna trade another asset of mine to get my homes i just I just didn't yeah. want them uh based on the assets that I had I didn't want to give those up and he wasn't biting on that but what what are your thoughts like obviously I mean with the Scotty Miller thing that's kind of funny but my point was is Madison is nothing more than a handcuff. So he's a he's a he's a roster spot gremlin. He's just holding up a roster spot in the event that Cook goes down. And so my yeah. point was at least Miller, Scotty Miller, this was prior to the Antonio Brown stuff, at least he's got some value there that you can put in, you know, if you needed to fill a. Uh, bi week slot or some shit like that. So trades are hard, man. Trades are hard because I felt like the main players, the main players, dealing for Cook was equal. They're equal. They're basically like uh, they're four points yeah, of difference. They're
1: equal. Yeah. I don't agree with that, but they're equal based on production. Well, it's, okay, but again, this is like what they've done and not it, ultimately it comes down to who's kind of be, who's going to make it. And the running back and Dalvin cook okay. is going to be way. I would much rather have Dalvin cook than Adam. Thame All right. Who's at more? Who's at a more
0: injury risk?
1: Well, I mean, that's easy to say now with cook because of the growing, but that's when See, we, that's were, we th- were
0: talking about it after the groin injury.
1: Well, I get it. Yeah, I get that's a factor. So in, that's a huge but, factor, but I also know you and you don't like, taking the players on the same team. I, um, no, I didn't want to have both Thielen so, and... Like, I think, for me, I think Dalvin and Hopkins are a more equal one-for-one one than Dalvin and Thielen. Yeah, but I didn't want to have both of I those agree. Guys. Yeah. I understand. And so then what you get to is now you can't do a one-for-one. One. Yeah. You have to, like, figure out, like... And he wanted, like, deal, he wanted, then like, Met- then it doesn't happen. Yeah, he was asking for, like,
0: Metcalf, Thielen to yeah, give up. And that. I'm like, nah, I'm not, I can't. I'm giving you – I'm giving away two top six receivers.
1: Can't do that. So, I don't know. But he's uh, – so he's still we'll, – we'll kind of figure out kind of what – we'll kind of see. We'll we'll monitor on what's going to happen with him and see how, how he lucks into all this stuff. Yeah. and. Um, how he lucks into keep making the playoffs? Oh shit!
0: Let's look at the rest of the league here. You want to start in uh, the East or the West?
1: Let me uh, let me think. Let me look at my pen.
0: All right, Jared. So let's look at the let's. Why don't we start with? Let's start with the least. Well, I was about let's to do say. Let's,
1: l- let's do it this I, way. Let's.
0: I was about to say least competitive league, but if
1: we look at them, they're all pretty competitive. I mean, they're pretty so, competitive. Let's do it this way. Let's say. All right, so Brooks' team's in shambles, right? His team, yes. Yeah. So, but you're, he's one win away to being tied with you. I get that. But, okay, and we play each other this week. I get that. But I'm just saying, so, in looking at the team, because, I mean, we can it's easy to look at the records right now. I'm just looking at projecting, looking at the teams. Like, how, who do we see is, like, going to be, like, huh, they might – are they for real? Is this yeah, like, like for is uh, there like, records like, like for for Mike,
0: real? like Mike's team on a three-game run right now. Right, his team so, looks pretty solid. Johnny's team,
1: if Brown can be a player somehow, he's on the rise. So let me say, so with Brooks, I mean, is Brooks just going to be like? For an analogy, I feel like he's just kind of like a horse with a broken leg, and it's just like, just shoot it and put it out if it's moving <laughs> you know? It's I was just gonna like, say I'm like when you said a horse with a broken leg, I'm like, don't they just shoot him? Exactly. <laughs> just shoot me, put me out of my because Michael Make him in the glue. And, Michael Thomas, he's he's supposed to be back, and now he tweaked he's the out. hammy. He tweaked the hammy and now he's out again. And so you his try and move off the of team is just like decimate, like completely out of his control, right? And so my question is, are there any teams that are going to compete with him at the bottom? And it's easy to look at records, like me being two and four. But looking at our teams six weeks from now, are we going to see anybody who's going to be a win, two wins from Brooks, or is it just kind of like? I think uh, Brooks has to try and move off of
0: off of him like he's not going to get much from him for him but i think he's got to move away from him just to like get someone in there
1: that could score 10 points yeah someone in there i mean the thing i'm like mike davis has been the because every year there's like a waiver pickup superstar right that's been great but i mean Um, But he's McCaffrey's going to come back. McCaffrey's coming back, and so when and when he does, he's then he's screwed even more. And so it's just like I don't know. I just don't. I mean, it's just I don't. There might there's typically always a team that's like somehow just the way the cookie crumbles. Well, the way the schedule falls, that like the win records are. I mean, it's Pittman. I think happened last year or two years ago or something like that where I finished last and Pittman's finished ninth, but I had, like, 300 more points than him. <laughs> and it's just the way the records kind of fall, right? Yeah. So, but I just can't see it. Like, looking at Brooks's team, I just I don't see how he's going to, like, not finish last. <laughs> in terms of points, Pittman's closest to
0: him. I'm next in terms of points, which is outright, which is – I guess not outrageous. Everyone knows that I don't score points on my team. And I think we can get our stats department to look into that over the 12 year inception of the NCFFL. Um, But yeah, I mean with, with him going out again, Thomas and then Mike Davis is only going to be in that position for a couple more weeks, maybe.
1: Yeah. And they have Uh, the bot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's also got to ride Mike Davis out, right? Like, I mean, he's, your own, he's the only hope to, like, try and get to the
0: Look still at some bench.
1: Wins. John Brown out, Mostert out, Gaskin's
0: on a bye, and then it's Cole Davis, Corey Davis. I don't even know why people still put him on. They're just waiting for him to break out for the last three years.
1: Yeah. And then fucking Jimmy Graham, fuck him. Yeah. So my question, so I don't know. So I just, I don't see if there's any teams like just the makeups of the teams where it could possibly like just somebody hit a skid and stump tumble down there with them. Do you even see any teams that are like that? No, I, I, the only one that I see I, – I, A
0: lot will be determined what happens this week. What if he pulls out a victory? He might. If he pulls out a victory out of – I don't even know how. He If he picks someone off waivers and throws them in and, like, drops, like, most to Brown, and, like, that person goes bananas and, and puts them uh, in a victory, and then maybe Thomas comes back. But, I mean,
1: ugh. Yeah. See so the only, the only. I mean, maybe. I mean, I could also see like we were just talking about John, where it could pivot to the good. But I mean, if this growing issue with Dalvin lingers, I mean that's like the stud that kind of keeps him afloat, right? Yeah. And so if that hampers him, then I could see him skidding down, right? I yeah. Well aware, of my. I'm I'm the one like. Looking at the snapshot now versus the snapshot after week one, week two, I felt really good about my team. I don't now. I just, I think me and Pittman are kind of similar. I like where we kind of have kind of just a bunch of guys that I don't know. You got a bunch of Jags, just a guy. You got just a guy. I got a bunch that. They bunch might be. Of so I'm still kind of, I don't know. So I, I feel, still think I'm in that kind of mix at the front. Who do you think then is So I'm going to I'll
0: say something crazy. I I think Rusty's team is going to propel itself to the front. Like I I think he's on the verge of going like on a 3-4 game winning streak here.
1: Yeah, he's got the setup to where.
0: Does he go yeah. back to back? Does he go back to back?
1: Uh, I mean, anything could, anything could happen in a play. But see, here's the thing, though, is like, yeah, I'm still sitting at two and four, second to worst record. But if the if the playoff started today, I'm in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, look at Brad's team, too. I mean. I'm in last in our division, and I have more points than the guy who's in first, and I beat him head-to-head. Brad's team's pretty legit. See, and I like Brad. Brad's kind of a – he's kind of like the one where that was a big win. That was a big still of a win for him last week because he's just waiting for Chubb to come back. I'm sure he's hoping. Who knows with Godwin now with Antonio Brown, and Godwin's just been kind of banged up. And Scotty Miller. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, he, he's, he's, you know, he picked up Scott, who put 16
0: points on the board for him. That's great. But he's got this tight end issue. He's going to have to stream a tight end because Hooper's out. Uh, he doesn't have anyone on the bench, so he's going to stream a tight end. Who knows what's going to happen there? That's hit or miss. With Cooper and Dalton there, I mean, who knows what – you know, is Cooper really reliable to get you – Projected yeah.
1: points every week, uh, maybe. I, I think. I mean, he's. I think he's gonna. I mean, I. I mean, it's still really early, but. I mean he, I mean Dalton threw it to him how many times? I mean he threw it to him ten times. Yeah. So I mean, you got to imagine it's only gonna. So, I mean, I'm with you. I think. Yeah, I think. I like the potential of Brad. I like the potential of Rusty. Um, I don't. Brian is kind of he's hanging around for outside of that. I mean, he's just kind of dependent on he's needing big games from Henry and Kelsey to kind of help him compete. I still love your stud wide receivers, my and that. I mean, I here, know you're hurting. The, it, you're hurting at running back, but
0: you're three wide thing.
1: receivers.
0: And I know, and I'm trying to build up that running back core that I have, and I'm hoping that I was really hoping that acres after that one big week about 2 weeks ago I'm like all right here we go acres is the man he's going to show up he's going to get some good points and then he zipped me and that hurt and then gordon you know doesn't know how to drink and drive at the same time take lessons from from me
1: so who knows what i mean are they going to suspend him so i mean if they no nah, they... i don't think they're going to suspend him so if that if that ended up happening, then I mean, I mean what's you know, who knows what's gonna happen with our boys between Levion and Hilaire. so I don't so there's there's a lot of question marks there I think the one question mark the uh, most interesting question mark is, can Brooks pull out the miracle <laughs> <laughs> right um but the other thing to me, I don't think Chaz's team is that good. Well, right he's now. the only
0: guy that has four defenses
1: yeah. on his team, and he paid a lot for this—the one that he has right now. But and, I mean, he's he's four and two, and so now he's won like what three? He's won three games without McCaffrey, which is impressive. Very, but and so you got to imagine McCaffrey comes back, but who knows what that's going to look like? But the thing is, with Chaz dominated last year, right? Like he, the most points scored, like he was just well, this year is like the opposite. Where he's like, I think I saw where he's three of his wins, he scored less than 120 or something like that. Wow, that's, and, un, and that's unlike chance. Yeah, and that's just that there's kind of luck there involved. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's like it, a classic, it's like another classic NCFFL season, it feels it, like, where it's going it, to come down to week it, 13 and like, yeah. There's going to be, like, five, six, and six teams that, so I don't know. If
0: Chaz ends up pulling this off and, like, doing well and getting into, like, the second round of the playoffs, this will show. Yeah. I, I think we'll all have to admit that Chaz has done, if he gets to, like, the second round of the playoffs, we'll have to admit that he has done a good job of being a GM on his team even though he has four defenses. because Uh, I
1: mean, we'll see. Look at his
0: bench. You're running into bye weeks, and his bench players,
1: he's got three bench players. Okay, he just won last week where he scored 109. He won the week before where – no, he lost the week before where he scored 118. He won the week prior where he scored 122. He won the week prior where he scored 127. He won 152. And so even like week three and on, he hadn't exceeded one third. So, I mean, it's easy to kind of say all that, but part of it is, and that's why we put the fifth and sixth spot to where it's based off of total points is because he's running into his guys are performing just enough to get the win. And so, I mean, I don't know how long that'll last, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. Here's my question. The who would be the last team you would trade rosters with right now? Are we taking slip out of it? No.
0: So, so who would I so want bro- to trade? Roster?
1: No. Who would be the last team you would trade with? Like if you got, got to off. switch rosters with right now, moving slip. forward, I would. Okay.
0: Yeah, and that's okay. easy. Yeah. That's why yeah, that's so take them out. Of yeah.
1: It. yeah. So that's easy. Who would be the next one? Uh,
0: I don't like yours. Um, I'm just scanning through here. I don't like Pittman's, but Pittman
1: also has Murray
0: which is going to – he's going to score points.
1: Pittman's problem is he's in a spot where he's going to have to try to guess right every week. and He just has a bunch of – he's got a bunch of RB2 and wide receiver twos that he's got to guess between.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would say it's probably you –
1: or him if you take slip out of it. Okay. Who would you who would be the one that you would want to trade with? I would say probably Rusty or Brad.
0: Probably I would I would give that more to I'd give it more to Brad, just because I don't like Rusty's bench players. He's got a
1: lot of Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, he's got to depend on them. That's true. I can understand that. I can see that. But yeah, what, what about
0: you? Who would you who would you want to trade with? And if you took slip out of it, who would be the the worst team to switch rosters with?
1: If I traded with anybody, I would probably want, uh, I'd probably take Brad's. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of and I could yeah, I could probably do a lot with him. Um and then if I the one I would least likely want to trade with would either be Uh it's a toss up between I'd probably say I'd probably say Brian, and he's got one of the best, in Derrick Henry, and he's got Kelsey. But outside of that, there's, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think it's going to be a lot of underperforming players. You got a bunch of Jags on the team yeah. after
0: that, yeah, because so. Beckham is, he's going to score twenty-five points every fifth week. And he's kind of just hoping that the weeks that his other team or his other players don't score like Beckham has a good week and it pushes them over the top. Yeah.
1: Well I'll say this. My I'm gonna keep this recording and play it for my guys from whenever we play you. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think don't think my team's good enough, Joey. I got Gio, Gio Bernard.
0: Oh let's Jesus. do it. It's not, it's not 2013.
1: Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah. any other thoughts on the, is it going to come? It's getting, it's going to come down again to like the final week to where it is. And that's which right. is awesome. That, which that's, is awesome. That,
0: that is all due to the fact that we have that extra um, flex position. That's what that is.
1: You think, yeah, I would imagine, yeah. it's 100%. I it in, cause every hit. time that we I did, hated.
0: since that time that we implemented the extra flex position, every year since then, it's come down to the last week. And it's like, if someone wins, they can go from like eighth place to fifth place yep, or fourth place.
1: That, it's been crazy. That's the beauty of it. That's yeah. uh, welcome to the NCFFL. Where, where dreams can come true. So, but and that's gonna, it's
0: going to trend that way if Slip somehow
1: pulls the victory
0: off this year, because it's going to bring everybody right back into it. Like which, if if Slip wins, you mean this Mike, week? This week, if Slip wins this week, and Mike wins this week, because me and Mike are playing each other, then I'm four and three. He's four and three. Yeah, you know. I don't know what, who everyone else is playing at the moment, but I mean it could just bunch up
1: everybody. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Would you rather? Because I don't like I don't because of the wild card spots. I just want to score points. I don't care if I win or lose. I just want to score points. Yeah. So if I score one hundred and forty, and somehow Brooks is Ross, I don't know how it would, but if Brooks somehow scores one hundred and forty-eight, and I score one hundred and forty, that don't bother me that much because I know I'm still like right there in the wild card mix and still yeah. kind of controlling that. Would you rather would you rather finish 10th in the standings at 2 and 11 and make the 6th spot and make the playoffs or would you f- rather finish 5 and 8 not finish last but miss the playoffs? No, I'd rather make the playoffs.
0: Right, but is does two and eleven make me have to wear the romper? I could care
1: less about that.
0: If I if I get a shot at the playoffs and the glory
1: of that, I will wear the romper. Yeah, but
0: how fun is it to make the playoffs
1: and get bounced the first round? I'm not. When I make the playoffs, I don't get bounced the first round. <laughs> But all the best thing is when you make the play. It's a lot of times it's 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 about matchups. It's how you kind of get lucky with the 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 draw of like I don't know is DeAndre Hopkins playing the Cowboys again, and it's like and then he's finally healthy in some terrible defense, or you don't have any running backs. So that would be a bad example, but is Kamara. Playing the god-awful Falcons in the playoffs, because he'll did go they... for 50 fantasy points. Yeah? You know? And so it's just you never know when you get in the playoffs. Just give me the playoffs, and I'll just ride that high like we did from 4 o'clock to 4.15 at Caswell Station.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I
0: guess, I mean, I would rather make the playoffs and have a shot, right? So, so that's, that's all you're asking for.
1: Yeah, so that's why I'm like, okay, let's just Keep Let my team keep scoring points, and then let me kind of stay above, keep my head above water, and I'll I'll look at the records later.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a good rundown of the pulse of the league and kind of where we're projecting people to finish and maybe rise, maybe continue to fall. Um, That's pretty good. I think the bottom line is people are going to have to start making some trades. People are gonna to have to take a good, hard look at their their roster, and you know, maybe think, all right, I got, I have to move some of these people to try and get some assets somewhere else. And if it means that I have to give up a big name and put someone else on my team that can give me consistent points, maybe that's something that they have to consider. I I I think this is kind of the part of the season where. Because the trade deadline's coming up soon, November,
1: so November fourteenth.
0: Oh wow, that's a couple weeks away. So it's three weeks away. So I mean, I, I think there's going
1: to have to be some trades if people want to start making some moves. It's right before Week Ten, so yeah. that's typically where people kind of try to start making their teams better, making but, the run. But we'll we'll see what happens. Let's. Uh, you want to try and guess on these matchups this week? Let's do it. Let's get to it.
2: Week
0: 7 matchups. Here we go. All right, welcome in to the Week 7 matchups. We're going to go through every single matchup in the NCFFL, top to bottom, try and pick winners as we see them. We did have a game on Thursday night, so we do have some scores on the board. And let's start off, tops, with me, DK Dimasels versus Mike CD's Nuts Joe. And uh, Mike had someone going. He had uh, Slayton going, got himself 3.3 points. Probably not what he was expecting out of Slayton. Um. Before this started, I think I had us at Mike at a one twenty five three five, me at a one eighteen two four. We got a four and two record versus a three and three record. How do you see this one ending up?
1: I see this one. I think you're gonna pull it out. Well, is hot? What's the deal with Hopkins?
0: He's questionable. He's got
1: that ankle injury that's bothering He's
0: questionable. Against, he didn't look right. He
1: didn't look – did you watch any of that Dallas game where you played? Um, Monday no, night. He did not. He did, he did not, he didn't, not. He didn't look right. He didn't look good. He was coming off like after every route and kind of like limping. Well, they so, are playing a divisional opponent, so I do so, expect him to play. So Metcalf and Hopkins, which are in great setups –
0: the yeah. Lions,
1: I'm sure you know after Swift's breakout, the Lions are gonna go back and give it to him like four times, I'm sure. Yeah. Wall- we well, got an Atlanta <sighs> defense that's not great. So
0: Swift should get carries, he should get uh, receptions. He
1: should. Should but the Lions the Lions don't do they want to slow the game down and try to win it with Adrian Peterson slamming the running the rock for Two and a half yards every carry. Yeah. Okay. But I look over at my. I mean, you already you're already winning a little bit because of Slayton underperforming. McLaurin, I think, is going to have a big day. Um, I think you're going to pull this one out. I think, I think, I think Belichick's think... going to
0: hold Kittle in check.
1: I think your receivers are going to step up to the occasion and they're going, to, they're going to pull this one out for you. Well, they need to. I mean, that's what I have right yeah. now. I have my receivers. But the problem is, is I mean, I could easily see DeAndre Swift and Le'Veon Bell combining for 10 touches. Yeah, I'm not sold on Bell yet. Um, I tried to make a – I proposed a trade to Mike earlier. When I when I picked up, G- yeah. When I picked up Gia, I told him I'd give him Gio for J.K. Dobbins, and he said no. There's a solid chance that I put A.J. Green in over Bell. Oh, Brooks is going to be pissed if you put in A.J. Green and A.J. Green does anything. I,
0: I I don't see how. Um, what's his name? Who's the new quarterback over there? Burrow, Burrow. I don't see how he doesn't just
1: pepper Green with targets because AJ Green's pissed that he's still in Cincinnati. AJ Green's old as fuck now and he he was peppering him but then like AJ Green will like go out. Look, AJ
0: Green has to realize that he is a slot receiver now. He's not a number 1. He's a slot guy. If he goes into that slot role, he's not a slot, slot though, but he's, he's He's not a slot number guy. One. He's now.
1: not a slot. Tyler, now he is. Oh, no, he's not he he might not be a Primary wide receiver. One Tyler Boyd's the slot guy, and that's why Tyler Boyd's the better receiver to have there. But look, maybe it AJ, changes. AJ Green through five weeks, first five weeks, AJ Green combined in those five weeks combined for eleven, twelve, eighteen, nineteen points, just yeah. under nineteen points combined for five weeks. Weeks and Brooks played him in all five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and he I combined for nine nineteen points, and he dropped them. And in week sixteen, he goes for thirteen point six. Yeah, classic. That's just Brooks' season for you. So I don't. Yeah, I don't. I I think I'm still liking the receivers to carry you in this one. Um, but I don't. It, I think it could be a good one. I think it's, it's going to be a close matchup. I, I don't think
0: either of us get to that one thirty five.
1: I was going to say I think it's going to be a close, one of those close kind of classic the past couple weeks where both of you might be hovering in the the teens of the one hundreds and see who can who can edge it out. Yeah, I mean i I've
0: been debating on whether to put Cam in or put in Herbert over Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at home cam in his second week after his COVID episode i think he's gonna have a better game against san francisco i mean that's i guess that's what i'm hoping on but i think it'll come down to hopkins and metcalf and and swift to be honest with you Yeah. if swift can have a game
1: i'll say this man we got a lot of good late games this weekend yeah last last week i mean last week they gave us the dolphins and the Jets, where... Here's
0: the thing, too, is he's got Lindsey and I got Gordon. Oh, I didn't even see that. And who knows what the hell's going to happen there. That's got me really, really nervous. They got, they're they calling for a snowstorm. And I think that – I think Elliott's going to have a mega rebound game from his performance last week. They got a pretty good run,
1: day, though, Washington. McLaurin's going to go off, probably. That could be it. Yeah. So it it'll be but, tight. It'll be I think this is gonna be a very tight match. Y'all got a lot of like the same game. You're all watching like the same games. Yeah. Holy it's, shit. All of y'all's guys are going in like four games. Yeah, it's you gonna got, be crazy. You have Cam and Robbie Gould. He's got Kittle in that game. He's got Matt Ryan. You got Swift. Both got he's, we both got he's got he's got Lindsey, I got Gordon. You got Hopkins and Metcalf and he's he's got, got Hawkinson going. He's got Hawkinson, he's got Zane Gonzalez and the Seattle defense. Mm-hmm. That's it's gonna good. be a close matchup, I think. I mean, he's got he's got that Washington and Dallas game. He's got Zeke, Lamb, and McLaurin. So you're just you just need like the aqua box on the the quad box on whatever. <laughs> You got Le'Veon Bell going in that Kansas City Denver game, for now. For yeah, now. for for now. I think you're gonna for pull now. it out, but yeah, well, it's, but I, who I knows? think I
0: do barely on the hair of my chinny chin chin. I think I, I think I pull it out barely and make Mike change his name.
1: Oh, oh, is, is that a is that a wager? Is that a bet? Shot shot. Is that fired. a bet, Mike? You get are it, you gonna accept that? If you lose, you have to change your name, and if Joe loses, he's got to change his name. To what Ooh. the other person wants the name to be for a week? I don't know. Mike and I might have to talk about it. Oh.
0: Now, right, let's move on to the next game. We're going to look at Chaz versus Brad. This is going to be a tough divisional matchup. Brad's already got 16.7 points, got it from running back Scott. Um,
1: he had it on the, the match, game winning touchdown catch, too. Game winning touchdown. Yeah, like catch. half of those points came on that last second. Not last second, but last little drive touchdown catch.
0: Yep. Yeah. Before the game, the matchup was Chaz 126.03, Brad 126.95. Currently, it's Chaz at 126.14 and Brad at 125.74. So it's still got it super close. Brad's got a problem, though, at tight end. He's going to have to yeah. stream someone, and who knows who he's going to stream. Um, who do you got in this game? I know where I'm leaning. I think
1: Oh, this is tough. Man, I don't know. I think Jacobs is gonna struggle against that That's a
0: tough D Bucks over there in Tampa. D that
1: Bucks run D's tough. Wilson's probably gonna have a monster game. Yep. Anybody who plays the Jets is tough because that game could be over at halftime and they just don't do anything. They just sit on the lead in the second half. And so Diggs might not get a lot of action if he doesn't do anything in the first half. Who knows with Godwin? Cooper would be good. But then I look at I mean, it's...
0: Is this another, like, inside four or five-point game?
1: I think... Both of these guys have the potential to be kind of like hitting high in points, like exceeding one thirty. I I just think Brad has more dudes, you know? Like like dudes that can score points. I'm gonna go yeah. Brad. <sighs> I Chaz's team is just so old. Well, you like got Gronk Gurley, Gronk, Gronk, and Peterson. It's just so old.
0: So, Gronk has – you know, Gronk had a big game last week. I don't think he backs it up. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only thing. I think he, he reverts back to, like, six points, seven points, maybe. But I think there's a, that's a huge question mark at tight end. It's huge. And I think Godwin's a big question mark, too. Yeah.
1: I mean, I agree. Um so I, I don't know, man. I, Would you I play? Guess, like, good lord! Look at his bench. Which one, Brad's? Look at who he's sitting over those guys. Lockett, Lockett Montgomery, and, and Henderson. I mean, Henderson in and 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 Chicago—that's tough. That's a tough match. But I get that. Yeah, and they even get Montgomery. I mean, he's sitting Montgomery Lockett. against the Rams is a tough one too because they're traveling sit, to LA. Sitting Lockett for the rookie Higgins
0: against Arizona a divisional com, uh, divisional opponent on Sunday night, nationally televised game. I uh, think that, uh, that's high, it. Highest, that that's the game. High, right One there. of
1: the highest over unders. that's the game
0: right there. If he, if I'll say this, if Brad keeps his roster the way it is right now, obviously with, you know, he's going to stream a, a tight end. So we all know that, but if he keeps the roster, the way it is, he loses. Chaz beats him by like four or five points. If he switches and puts in
1: locket, I think he pulls it out. Okay. That's what I'll say. All right. I'm gonna say Chad I'm gonna say Brad wins regardless. Mm. But uh yeah, I can understand what you're saying with that. All right, let's move to the next game. We're gonna look at Rusty and
0: Pittman. Um Rusty and Pittman, Rusty four and two, one twenty-four point three seven. Pittman a three and three record at a one twenty-eight four-one prior to this. Pittman had a gentleman going. Evan Ingram scored seven nine, just below his projected. Uh, Pittman's still projected in terms of points to win this one twenty eight, five, eight five eight to one twenty four. I don't see it. I, I personally, I, I think that um, I think Rusty's going to pull this one out. I don't think it's going to be as close as the projected points say it's going to be. Uh, I think. I I think. Rusty's team does what Rusty's team has been doing. I think Rodgers has a bounce back game. Jones is going to get on the board. Uh, I think he scores again, plus 135. And he easily wins this by 15 to 25 points.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I I mean, Rusty doesn't have a kicker right now. And no, and
0: he might even play that whole I'm going to wait and
1: see if I yeah. even need to play a kicker thing. Well, he's, he's going to have to do – yeah, he's going to have to decide it because the problem is like with that strategy, and I'll get to it with mine. When, who does when he I drop? I'm, when who does he drop to I'll tell you when I'm facing Brooks. So I'm going to be running that same dilemma. But he can't wait because Pittman's got one – He's got three guy, three players going Monday night. So he's not going to be able to kind of wait and see if he's got – he, what, if he's up If he needs 50, it. What's, what's yeah. the – he got to be up 50 to, to not Yeah, do because
0: it? we got Chicago's D against the Rams. You couldn't expect
1: them to yeah. score mega points there. So he's got, I think, Woods. Kamara. Kamara. Robinson. With yeah. Michael Thomas being out and Emmanuel Sanders being out, Kamara might touch it every other play. <laughs> like, he might have 35 touches in that yeah. game against against the bad Panthers' D against the run. I mean, he might. And, uh, uh, yeah, I got to go with uh, Rusty here. I'm going to take
0: Rusty, too. Who do you think, if he does pick up a kicker, who do you think he drops?
1: Because he's not dropping Tucker. I can guarantee that. Uh, I mean, if it were me, I would drop Devontae Freeman. He can't. He already played. You can drop guys who've already played on your bench. You can? Are you sure?
0: Yeah. That's pretty, pretty, sure. shit. That's pretty shitty. Pretty sure, I think. I think you can. Well, how is that legal? The guy played, and if he put if up he's a not in your starting If he's not
1: in your starting lineup, you can drop them.
0: We might have to reassess that next year. Hmm. I don't know about that. We might have to reassess that one. But. Okay. I think we're in in agreement there. Yeah. Rusty's probably gonna win that one. All right, let's go to Brian versus Johnny Boy. Oh. Uh, we got a three-three matchup, boy, 125.40 to a John, 129.87. Johnny had two guys go. Philadelphia's defense, which scored nine points. And Fulgram that scored 9.8 points. So, he's at 18.8
1: right now. Um, Who do you have in this one? Man, this might be an ugly one, too. Because I don't know what Mahomes, like, I don't, let's see the forecast real quick in Denver. Because the last I heard, they were calling for snow on Sunday. We're still three days, two days out but still, at this point. And Jones is, is questionable. It. I didn't see that. Yeah, Aaron, he came up with it. It's never good when you go on the More questionable injury, than doubtful. Never good like. when you go on the injury report on Friday. So Sunday. Sunday's high is 22. Cloudy with snow. Chance of snow: eighty percent. Three to five inches of snow expected. But see that,
0: I think that, I still think that favors Mahomes because he's going to throw it regardless. But it's still going. It it has an effect, right? It has an effect, but he's also going to not need to throw. I mean, let's face it, Denver's not going to put up thirty points. Yeah. I mean, he's just I don't gonna care be how bad? He's just City's gonna be handling, He's it. gonna be handing gonna it, gonna it off hand to Hailair
1: the whole time, probably, and not Bell. <laughs> uh, I mean, Brian's got a tough. I mean, Henry is facing the, a stingy Pittsburgh Steeler defense. I mean, Kelsey in that Denver weather. Who knows with Mike Evans? He's just not seeing targets. Justin Jackson could have a good one against Jacksonville. Aaron Jones might not. I don't know. This is I don't know, man. McKinnon, is he gonna touch it enough? I think yeah. I think Brian and I don't know really how, but I think Brian pulls this one out. I'm gonna agree with you, and I think
0: it's basically due to the fact that Dalvin Cook is on a bye.
2: <laughs>
0: if if Dalvin Cook's in the lineup here, I think John wins easily. But since he's not, I I think Brian's going to pull this one out. Uh, I couldn't tell you how. Maybe it's because Minshew has like one of those games where he scores 27 points again, 27, 30 points or so. Uh huh. Maybe that's the case. But I, th- I think it's going to be a tight, tight matchup. We're talking 10, 10 points, maybe even less than that. Okay. But I think he pulls it out. All right, let's get to the last one. 0 for October, that's yourself versus Erde's Galladay. Michael Thomas is out. So we have a 1-5 and five matchup versus a 2-4. and four. This is a big, big game in the NCFFL. Jared, you were a 131.61 to a 121.71. Um, no kicker for you. It looks like it's changed. You're now one twenty eight eight two because you dropped your kicker or don't have one in there, and he is only <laughs> slips only projected at a one hundred
1: five. He doesn't have Michael Thomas is still in there. I don't know who he's going to put in over him. Look at his bench. Yeah, he'll probably put in Jimmy Graham. Uh, he needs to put in Keelan Cole.
0: But I mean, I, don't I bet he puts in Jimmy Graham. I bet he puts Cooper Cup into that Thomas position and he plays Jimmy Graham.
1: I bet that's what he does. I bet he puts in Keelan Cole. I don't think it matters. The Minshew matchup? (laughs) I don't think it matters and I hope, hopefully, it doesn't matter. Hopefully, my guys show up enough to. I mean, I got to, I mean, I mean, we gotta go with me in this matchup, right? I, I think so. I think the question is I think the but question But this was like last the, week. This was like gym. last week. I said this last week when I was facing Brad <laughs> projected by like twenty more points. And I was like th- these are the weeks that scare me because this is Alan's where like
0: Allen's playing the Jets though.
1: He is. But again, when you play the Jets and I don't even know how good the Bills are. They might not even be that good because they've already played the Jets once. They played the Jets opening weekend. They won 27-17. to 17. So, when I say that, okay, maybe there are the Jets to where they're not good. The game could be over at, like, halftime, and – that means I'm going to have to, like, be very efficient with Allen in the first half to where he's the reason why they're scoring the touchdowns. Yeah. Like, if they're running the ball in and he ends up, like, no passing touchdowns or, anything, or like, one and he's sitting at, like, 16, they might just be running the ball to just run out the clock in the second half. I don't know. My big one, it's going to come for me. This needs to be a Kareem Hunt and Devontae Adams. They- and Bernard. You need Bernard to show up. Uh, I don't. I just need him to hit double digits. But I need Hunt and Adams in those matchups. I need them to get me to, like, 35, 40 points. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, and I'm going even, even to But the thing with my kicker is, so, like, you look at Brooks' team, all of those guys right now, with the exception of Cup, play at 1 o'clock. So I'll be able to see kind of how many points I need yeah. after those guys, and it, what how much of a kick in the shins would it be for Brooks if like those guys just didn't perform? I just didn't play a kicker. That's <laughs> been done before, and I just like you know what I feel like because I don't know who I would drop. Juju, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see what he
1: does at one o'clock.
0: Yeah. He'll probably go for like 28 on your bench.
1: Yeah, and you know what? If he does, price tag just went Sell up. Sell high. Price <laughs> tag just went up. I think the, I think we're in agreement that you're going to win this one.
0: I think the real question is, is does Slip get to his projected amount of
1: 105? Well, it'll be more than that just because of Michael Thomas. Will, uh, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Will Brooks hit 110? You want well, to make a let's, bet? Let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. So, right. a bet. We'll, so we're making. We'll make bets. a bet. Over so under one ten point five. I'm taking the under on that. I would take the over. I'll t- <laughs> fine. I'll take the under. Uh, what do you want to put on it? <laughs> one. T- so the the bet is one ten point five. I'll take the over. You take point the under. Oh
0: five or 0.5? 0.5.
1: Point five.
0: One ten point five.
1: I'll take the under. <laughs> Are we doing a monetary bet or is it uh a... Yeah, let's do let's do twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. All right, deal. Twenty dollars. All right. And then <laughs> and then are you wanting to bet on the jets again this weekend? <laughs> no, I do not want to bet on the jets.
0: I actually have to ask you a question because I don't remember. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I made a bet with Brian. Yeah, and you I did. haven't all right, because I haven't paid him yet, so how much
1: do I owe him? I don't know how much the money was. I just know that the the bet was he would you bet him that he would not beat you by more than like nine and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> there was a spread on yeah, I do yeah, remember it. Yeah, it was like 9.71 or something like that. But you don't know the value of it? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Well, we were talking about it in the bar, so – yeah, well he texted I wasn't there when y'all made the bet. I was already gone. Oh. But he you? texted okay. it later. I don't remember because I was buckled. He said. Let's see. He said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta pay that bet off. I knew I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I know. I'm pretty sure I made a bet with him. I don't know what the monetary value is, and he randomly told me that I owed him fifty dollars on Sunday on bets that I didn't <laughs> oh, like you do
1: You better be mad. Uh-oh. Joe and I has okay. This is text for text. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let me. I'm going to go up ahead of that. Okay. All right. That's fine. This could be, be funny. Good contact. Yeah. Uh. Um all right at six o'clock I texted, (laughs) knew we should have walked away. You said true. (laughs) Brian said got greedy and I said rode that four oh five to four fifteen high though. (laughs) I said Joe spots me thirty-five dollars. Brian says Joe and I has a side bed (laughs) when you left. that I have to beat him by nine point five one or more for a hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! A hundred dollars—that's what it him? says. I, that's what the text says. And then Brian says, "We are negative eighty six right now. What do we do?" And I said, <laughs> and this is- "I said not as fun when we aren't in person." And he said, "Rams minus two and a half." And Brad said, fuck yeah, hammer down. (laughs) (laughs) Brian said, I need input here, guys. Brian said, it's in. Brad said, Joe is in. I think he hasn't said a word in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Brian said, we need this. (laughs) I said, I got $35 from Joe, so I'm still in the positive right now. (laughs) Brian said, true that. And Brad sent a gif that said, well, obviously... And then let's see. And then Brad texted at seven forty five, which I'm sleeping at this point. Said just FYI, Joe threw up and he couldn't (laughs) hang. (laughs) Brian said, "What a fat pussy." (laughs) Brad said, "I have been saying that for years. Can't take him anywhere." (laughs) And I and I put in quotes, "athlete." Uh, and then the next that was at 753 on sunday night next text was at 7:26 a.m monday morning joe says lies i did pass <laughs> the fuck out though did we win money <laughs> or the better question how much do i owe and who do i owe yeah so i i think i would have been better off
0: like paying half of my tab versus brian yeah Versus Brian picking it up because I feel like I owed more money through the through my bets yeah. than if I just would have paid the tag. Yeah. Yep. God, $100. yep. Yeah. hundred bucks. That's brutal. That's brutal. So, Note to self yeah.
1: don't gamble while hammered. Yeah. Oh no. It's if you do it, make sure you do it in person with everybody because it's way more fun to yeah. pull for that stuff. But, wow, I gotta pay that
0: one up. All right, twenty dollars. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over. You're taking the over. I think that is a solid podcast, buddy. All right, man. A lot of content there. Uh, wish we could have give you guys an interview. Unfortunately, that just wasn't in the cards this week. We'll try and make it up to y'all next week. Um, but good luck to everybody. And, uh, Jared cap it off, but, uh,
1: Dodge injuries, except you're on, if if you're on Brooks's team, that's almost impossible. Dodge (laughs) injuries and guess right.
0: listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast there, what you can do is leave us a voice message, if we like what we hear we will play it on next week's pod also in terms of distribution we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, And guess right.